Hey friends, welcome back to the show. It is so nice to be back from vacation and to be back into a routine, to take things a little slow, getting back into our routines as well. I try not to put a lot of pressure on myself. And over the years, as we have traveled, I have learned what my capacity is while I'm traveling and when I'm able to get back. And I actually have an episode that I will put in the show notes. I don't know what episode number it is, but my system and things that I have learned and things that I do now that I know how to travel. I give myself a day off when I come back from traveling and we try to come back early. And what are some of the other tips that I remember doing? Oh, we make sure that our refrigerator and our freezer is stocked with food. Instead of throwing everything out because it might waste, we go ahead and make sure that it is stocked because when we come back from vacation, it is exhausting and we are basically hungover (laughs) from vacation. And so those are just some of the tips. So yeah, I'll put that in the show notes for you to go listen to if you are traveling during the summer. But um, we are back on track with doing our systems, our summer series of systems for our home management. And I am still in the bathroom. We're doing bathroom systems. And you might wonder how many systems can we actually create? create in a tiny space. (laughs) Well, friends, I am kind of nerdy about systems. I like to break down every single task, every area. It is, I can really geek out about this. And when I was typing up the notes for my outline for this podcast, I was like, okay, we'll probably have three steps for this. Y'all, I came up with, let me see, I think it's 11. And it's not necessarily steps. That might sound overwhelming. It's, It's not necessarily steps. Now they will kind of have like a sequence and an order that you might want to follow, of course, but these are more like tips. You can take some, you can leave some, whatever your preference is, but I would probably grab a notepad if you like to take notes. I used to be a teacher and I find that taking notes, especially when I'm in church, helps me to focus. However, if you're listening on the go, let this just inspire you. And don't worry about taking notes because I'm going to put it up on the blog. Make sure that you're going over to the the blog and to the website and seeing these posts because I'm going to be providing you with pictures. And now that (laughs) we have some of the renovations being completed in our house and we don't have drywall dust everywhere, I'm going to be sharing more pictures of our house. Now, let me just put a disclosure. I do not have a Pinterest perfect house. Do we live on a dreamy farm? Do we, do I live in a dreamy farmhouse? Yes. But friends, this is not perfect. This is not something that you're going to be able to like, look at my house and be like, Oh, I wish it was just like hers. No, I have half painted walls. I am real. I am raw and I am vulnerable. Okay. So I want to just share with you the real life because that's what it is. This is my real life. And on the the blog from two weeks ago, when I shared with you my shower cleaning system, I actually showed you my real shower. That's my real shower. And that's my half painted door because we just renovated that room. It only had one door going to it and now it has two. Yay, because we only have one bathroom downstairs in our old farmhouse and that door to that bathroom was only accessible through our master bedroom. And so any guests that came over had to go through our bedroom 
to get to our bathroom. And when my daughter would have friends over to stay the night, they would have to come through our bedroom at night while we were sleeping and use the bathroom. It was so, it was just not, not working for us. And so we, mainly me, <laughs> I like to problem solve. If, if we need to take down a wall or open up a doorway, we are going to do that. There's so much. So I hope you're following along on our journey. Um, it will probably be a little humorous at times and give you some inspiration that life doesn't have to be perfect. And yeah, there's going to be pretty pictures that I share and hopefully they'll inspire you. But friend, we are in the mess of renovations in our house. And I just don't want to wait until our house is perfect to be able to show you how we stay organized and how I stay sane. Okay. So <laughs> all that to say, you don't have to take notes. You can go over to the blog and refresh your memory. So I'm going to be sharing with you 11 tips for creating a easy to do bathroom cleaning system. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. All right, because there are 11, I'm going to go through these rather quickly so that this episode is not too long. And like I said, go over to the blog post to refresh your memory on what you have been listening to. All right. Tip number one is of course, declutter your bathroom because it's going to make cleaning your bathroom so much easier. I talk about this all the time in the kitchen. If you have cleared off counters in the kitchen, it's going to be easy to wipe it down. So apply that to the bathroom and declutter your bathroom first that it's going to make cleaning it so much easier. Now, how do we declutter? As I've shared with you multiple times, I use a three-step method. Clear the space completely, sort the items that you've cleared out in a designated workspace, a workspace that isn't cluttered. Workspaces that I like to use are either a floor, like a designated area on the floor, like a rug, maybe like your living room rug or your bedroom rug, or even outside in the hallway, that right outside your bathroom, that could be your designated workspace. You could use your bed as a workspace if it's cleared off, or you can use your dining room table as a workspace, but have a designated workspace for where you sort the items that you remove from your bathroom. And then the third step of decluttering is to stage items in a way that supports the lifestyle you want to live on a daily basis. Okay. So that takes us into tip number two, which is then to organize your bathroom. It is impossible friends. Let me tell you this and repeat this to yourself often. It is impossible to organize clutter. It, you will never be satisfied and you will always feel like you never get anywhere. So rip off the bandaid, go hardcore 
and declutter your space at first, okay? And I have lots of decluttering. We're not going to go into that too much because we want to get into the nitty gritty of how to keep your bathroom clean. So organize your bathroom. Here's a couple of tips for that. Um, Give everything a specific place. You don't have to be OCD, but be mindful about where you put your items. Make sure that they are visually appealing and easy to see. The thing about bathroom cabinets is that they are deep and we can shove a lot of things in those cabinets. Things that we use maybe every once in a while. I'm thinking about like facial mask. I have a lot of clients that will keep facial mask and I'll say, when do you use this? Oh, I used it like three years ago. And I'm like, are you going to use it? Oh yes, I'll use it again. (laughs) Or they'll just rip off the band and say, no, that's not my lifestyle. I'm really not going to use a facial mask. (laughs) Um, And then stage items based on your specific needs. Now, if you are someone who has ADHD, trouble focusing, you struggle with object permanence, meaning it's out of sight, out of mind, then you might need to store items to where you always see them. You can get creative with this. You do not have to keep items on your counter. I like to live by a principle of clear counters. So how do we store our beauty products if we need to be able to see them because we struggle with object permanence and putting them in a a drawer would just make it much harder for our lifestyle. Well, we can put shelves. We can install shelves into our bathroom. It's okay. It's perfectly okay to have shelves in your bathroom. And so you'll line up your beauty products on your shelf. And if you feel like that is cluttered, well, it's all in how you define clutter. Clutter you know, putting items on your shelf doesn't necessarily mean that it's cluttered. It might look cluttered because they're probably all different size bottles. They're all different colors of bottles, but it's supporting the lifestyle and it's supporting you. Now, if you are someone who doesn't struggle with focus or putting things away, then give your items a specific spot in your drawers or in your cabinets. And I'm going to share with you some organizational containers that I really like. So you can go look at that on the blog. And then my last tip for organizing your bathroom is use labels as much as you can. I love labels. And here's what labels do is that they tell you where to put things. It takes the decision-making away, especially if you have kids or a husband who lives in your house as well. You can just say, You don't even have to tell them this is where it goes because there is a label to literally tell them exactly what items go in what spots. All right, tip number three is to gather minimal cleaning supplies to keep in the bathroom. And why do I say minimal? Because I have decluttered out of a lot of clients' bathrooms, a lot of cleaners. And I really recommend using multi-purpose cleaners to minimize how much you have stored in your bathroom. Now, if you listened to my episode two weeks ago on you know, creating a shower cleaning system, I utilize a shower cleaning caddy. I put pictures on my blog, so go check it out and see what it actually looks like. And you know what? That's all that I use to clean my bathroom as well as my shower. So all of my cleaning supplies are kept right there in arm's reach. It's really easy for me to access. So 
I also like to use non-toxic cleaners because like I shared in my shower cleaning episode, I I clean the shower while I'm actually showering and I don't want to be breathing that in while I'm showering because it's hot, it's steamy, and that opens up our pores. And we really need to be mindful about what we are consuming. So I like to utilize non-toxic cleaners. And so, like I said, store your cleaners in a place that is visually appealing and easily accessible. And also get cleaners that you enjoy using. If they're pretty, you're gonna have fun cleaning. If If cleaning has been a struggle for you, then get some new rags. Stop using your dirty rags and get some products and some rags and brushes that you actually enjoy using. If you make the task enjoyable, you're more likely to do it more often. Tip number four is to plan out your cleaning routine. So this might be a fun activity for you to do. You can either take a picture of your bathroom and print it out, or you can draw out your bathroom layout in order to help you visualize your cleaning flow. Now this might seem a little, you know, too too much, but why not? Why, if we were already struggling with keeping our bathroom clean, let's do some visualization. Let's think about how we're actually gonna flow in our bathroom when we clean it. And I think it's really important to have a plan when we decide to clean what are we going to do first? What, what are we going to do after that? And so I like to utilize a top to bottom cleaning method for the bathroom. I basically go into my bathroom with my cleaning supplies. Well, they're already there, but I do have to take my broom in there because the first thing I do at the top of the, the bathroom is I sweep around the corners because hello, we live in an old farmhouse and we have spider webs. <laughs> so I do a top to bottom cleaning and if, and this is a deep cleaning. This is not like a surface level, let's re- do a daily reset. This is like deep cleaning, okay? So I do a top to bottom cleaning. I start with the top of my ceiling and I work my way down. And this is usually how my flow goes. And I do have an episode on this as well that I will put in the show notes. So I clean the top of my ceiling. As I work my way down, I clean the mirror and I'm using one rag and one bottle for in the entire bathroom. Now I am excluding the shower in this cleaning system because I've already given you a shower cleaning system two episodes ago. So top to bottom cleaning. I clean the top of the ceiling, come down the wall. Oh, there's the mirror. Now I'm gonna use the rag, it's dry. I'm gonna use my spray bottle, which I love using Young Living's Thieves. Spray the mirror, wipe it down keep going down. Okay, now I've gotten to the sink and the counter. I'm going to wipe those down. Now I'll keep going down. Oh, there's the cabinet. Wipe that down. I'm moving over to the toilet. Top of the toilet first. Wipe that down. Wipe, 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 wipe. Now I'm going to wipe it all the way down to the bottom. And then I am going to use my same spray along with some baking soda that I keep in the shower cleaning caddy. And now I'm going to clean the toilet with the toilet bowl brush, wipe down the toilet with the same rag, and there you go. It is all done. Now, if you are someone who wants to mop your sweep and mop your floor at the same time, that will be the last thing that you do. However, for my cleaning system for mopping and sweeping, I do all the floors in the entire bottom level of our house all at one time. And because our bathroom is small, sometimes I just use a rag to wipe down the the floor. All right, moving on to tip number five, use cleaning zones 
to schedule when the bathroom will be clean. If you are someone who doesn't like to clean the bathroom very often, cleaning zones might be a good idea for you. So decide on a day of the week or a week of the month. If you want your bathroom to be clean weekly, then pick a specific day that it's going to be clean. That is like the designated day. Or if you don't mind your bathroom being cleaned once a month, then pick a specific day and week that 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 the bathroom will fall into the rotation of your cleaning zones. And then schedule your bathroom cleaning in your planner or in your virtual calendar as a reminder. Make sure that you pin that in, that you are going to clean, it might be zone number three, which is your bathroom, on week number three in your calendar, or put it in your virtual calendar to pop up on that specific day of the month. Tip number six is to stack your cleaning habits on top of other habits that are already established. Now, if you want to do a, if you want to clean your bathroom more often, you don't want to do cleaning zones. You don't want to wait once a week or once a month to clean your bathroom. You want it to stay clean more often than clean as you go instead of using the cleaning zone method. So here are some examples wipe down the sink and the counter in the morning after putting on your makeup. Okay, the habit is putting on your makeup. You're just gonna do a quick wipe down of the sink and the counter. The next example might be, every time you brush your teeth at night, you're gonna brush the inside of the toilet. Next example might be, every time you blow dry your hair, you're gonna clean the mirror. Every time the baby, if you have little ones, every time the baby is taking a bath, you're gonna mop the floor. Now, if your baby takes a bath every every day, then you might not mop the floor. However, you can mop the floor while your baby is taking a bath. And say you mop the floor on Sundays. That's the day you, you mop the floor while your baby's taking a bath. And then speaking of Sundays, Sundays might be the day that you reorganize. You make sure that everything that you have organized and you've labeled, all the items are put back into their labeled and designated spots. All right, ready? We're going on to tip number seven is one of my favorites, is utilizing the habit of resetting. Y'all, we could stay clutter-free if we just learn how to reset and be mindful about resetting our spaces after we use them. So understand that everything you use in your house has a life cycle. One of my clients just mentioned on our accountability that she is applying what I mentioned in a couple of episodes ago, the life cycle of, of a dish, that when you get the dish out, you start its life, you start, you wake it up, and then it has a, a cycle that it goes through, how it's being used, and then when you return it back to its spot, it basically goes to bed for the night, okay? So understand that everything you use has a life cycle. You wake it up, and then you put it back to bed. So I want you to practice slowing down down, slowing down and practicing mindfulness of any item that you touch, any item that you use, you, you wake it up, you start its life cycle, and then putting it back ends that cycle. Everything works in this circular cycle. Okay. Return items back to their designated homes. Tip number eight is to reset the bathroom at the end of every day. 
I love resetting and I love resetting, especially at night because it just closes out the day. And then I wake up to a new day with the house refreshed. So first of all, you have to know what the baseline is for the bathroom. You have to know what you are resetting back to and then stack the habit of resetting on an established habit like brushing your teeth at night. Like you say, okay, every time, every night after I brush my teeth, I'm going to take a quick minute. Like it really doesn't take long to reset. And I'm going to reset the space back to its baseline. Be mindful about resetting the space at night and think about how it actually makes you feel in the morning when you wake up to the space being reset, being fresh. And make sure your e- your evening reset is super easy to do. And how can we make that happen? By decluttering our space. Tip number nine is to recruit your family to help you keep the bathroom clean. However, focus on yourself first. Establish these habits. Declutter your space. Get it organized. First of all, pretend that your family is not even a part of this. <laughs> Think about what your capacity is, what your own capacity is. Get really good at this. Become the expert. Then slowly introduce. Your your family's going to see you, see a change in you. They're going to see you being more mindful. It feels so good to feel like you're in control, all right? To feel like you got your act together. Then you start bringing them on board. Don't take these tips and go to your husband or your kids and say, all right, we're going to change our entire lifestyle and I'm going to focus on your problems first. No, put your mask on yourself first before you try to change anybody else's habits. Okay, so how can you recruit your family to get on board? Well, I have a lot of tips on how to talk to your kids. I'll put that episode in the show notes as well. But you can utilize chore rotation like a you know, you rotate who's going to do the cleaning zone for that month. Um, Also utilize chore charts. If your kids are little and they thrive on chore charts and stickers and rewards, then utilize all of that. Make it fun. You could also have a habit tracker for yourself. I know a lot of people, especially my clients, I always ask them, what's going to help you be accountable to doing your habits daily. And they said, probably a habit tracker. I love habit trackers. And I think that's awesome. You have to know what, you have to know what your, what motivates you and what keeps you on track. And then I want you to pay attention and catch your kids being good. I want you to say to them, I see you. I see what you just did. I'm so proud of you. Make a big deal about it. Get ooey gooey about it. (laughs) Make it embarrassing. Who cares? Because you want to reward good behavior. You want to notice good behavior. We, We love it when somebody compliments us. We, I love it when my husband tells me, the kitchen looks really good, even though I clean the kitchen daily. I love it. And I thrive on it when he says, the house looks really good. I love that so much. Tip number 10, designate a bathroom monitor for the month. This is something that I am bringing from my time as a teacher. Remember when they had hall monitors when we were kids? Use a bathroom monitor. This is something I'm actually going to try. I just came up with it and I think it's going to be fun, especially with my (laughs) 10-year-old. He's going to be like the bathroom Nazi. He's going to be like, you left your clothes on the floor or you didn't hang up your towel. (laughs) 
<laughs> so utilize a bathroom monitor. It's going to take the responsibility off of you to remind your family all the time and help that person get really good with paying attention to the needs in the bathroom. It's going to instill and train a lot of home care in that person, whoever it is for the month. And it also helps them to focus just on that designated area and get really good at it and become the expert. Tip number 11 and our last tip makes me kind of sad because I love talking about this. Designate a go-to person to clean the bathroom when guests are coming because we really should have the bathroom clean for our own well-being and our own likes and desires, not just clean it up when guests are coming. However, it would still be nice to do a little freshening up in the house when guests are coming. So have a go-to person. Have, divide your house into different areas and different rooms and designate a person to be the expert and to be the, the sorter or the cleaner for that room when company is coming. It's almost like telling them company's coming and everybody just scattering to their designated spots and cleaning that. It's going to get it done so much faster and it's going to take a lot of the work off of you. All right, friends, I'm going to leave you right there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did click on the blog post and go leave a comment and let me know what your favorite tip is and how you're going to utilize the information shared in this episode. And if you know of a friend that could use this information, somebody who is struggling to declutter her house, to keep it clean, please share this with her. I want to be a blessing to everyone. All right. I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.